Hey, Daniel here from Markers on the Map, and this week the gaming adventure faces off against an unsettling castle with a dark secret in the Resident Evil Village demos. We're also pitting fierce combatants against each other in Mortal Kombat 11 and slaying elder dragons like Camellios in Monster Hunter Rise. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Markers on the Map, and thanks for listening. Apple Podcasts Connect recently had an update that kind of messed some things up with like search and discoverability. So you may have seen some episodes missing last week, but I contacted Apple and they're all restored now. So now I think that the big issue we're working on is um, getting the new episodes to appear um, when you go to the show preview page that gets linked on our Twitter or when you go to search for our show on Apple Podcasts. It hasn't been showing the most recent episode. It's only been showing it for people who are like subscribed or listen. So if you listen on Apple Podcasts and you aren't subscribed, uh, now might be a good time to subscribe um, because I am, I'm, I've contacted Apple, but I've not gotten a response yet. So we're kind of working on the issues. So Apple Podcasts has kind of gone through a, a bit of a transformation lately. So we're working on it. I'm sure they're working on it. It's like any game, right? Um, it's got its bugs. It needs its patches. You know what's so funny about what you said about the Apple Podcasts? What What was funny? You remember there was an update for uh, uh, PlayStation yesterday, right? Did you get the update? Yeah. Yeah. So there was an update yesterday. Uh, when I woke up, I just installed it. Pay no mind to it. Went on a couple games, online games, just to see like what whatever challenge or whatever whatever just to see custom like some skins or something. Like I think Overwatch is looking at skins. Mm-hmm. Tell me that how the PlayStation legit servers went down. Oh, I did hear that they went down. Did yesterday. you hear about the yes? Uh, I am pretty sure you weren't on, but I was on when it happened. I legit was on Overwatch. Then I went to Siege. Then I tried to go back on Overwatch. It was literally like I say max five minutes, <laughs> and literally it wouldn't log me in on on Overwatch. And I'm just like I'm so confused. Like why is it not allowing me? My friend though, who was on, I was in a party with him. He was still playing. He was like, no, I'm fine. I was just like. I'm going to go check on a PS4 because my account's still on there. It wouldn't yeah. lock me in either. My friend legit called me saying, were you just on because I legit just got uh, kicked off? This is a completely different friend. He was on doing something else. I think he was listening to our podcast, honestly. I think he said he was listening to our podcast. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, my friend who I was talking to PlayStation, because I turned on my PS5, tried to get back on, wouldn't allow me on. He texted me later saying like, oh no, yeah, it kicked me out eventually. So... From like 10 to I want to say like 12, maybe 1 o'clock, PlayStation was down for a bit. But then they resolved it. At least they resolved it fast. It wasn't like what happened 10 <sighs> years ago when it took, you know, some weeks. <laughs> it, I don't know because what's funny is that they tell you, oh, just click on the status of what's going yeah. on. Literally, their entire status was literally saying everything is up and running. It wasn't just me because then I went on Twitter just to see like, I wonder if anyone else is just like tweeting at them. And I was just like, uh playstation and a lot of people i want to say like obviously like in the like a hundred thousands but i would say a couple hundred of them were like is anyone else down because i'm not able to log in so for a good minute i would you know say a good minute but it's literally like maybe three hours playstation was down for a bit so a lot of weird i don't know if the update has what i'm getting to is that i don't know if the update had to do with any of that oh in, in 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 terms of the Apple Podcast thing, I like I can for sure say it's probably the update to their whole system because they're changed it all up and the podcast analytics work now, but <laughs> other things are broken. So, you know, we're just trying to make sure that your the listeners you're getting our new episodes and stuff. And things happen with updates. I mean, updates to certain games can bring in new glitches. So, bear with. Apple Podcasts, I guess, as they work out those those things. Yeah. Like, I, I was just glad to see that we weren't the only ones having issues. But I found it funny because last week I was, like, really harping on the please listen on Apple thing. 
and then that then the whole thing oh, changed. you were saying uh, apple was <laughs> just like no apple no, podcast is like a good platform for it's yeah. easy it's you just literally look it up and it's right yeah. there uh but good thing you thought of hey i'm gonna put this on like spotify and google and other like places to listen to our yeah. podcast so if you are a listener a regular listener you should see the episode just pop up when they come up on fridays but search is is an issue right now so just wanted to let you all know so anyway we are here on an all new markers on the map our podcast gaming adventure and as usual i am your host my name is daniel and i'm here with my wonderful co-host and good friend robert how have you been this week pretty all right trying to think what's 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 happened this week in, uh, amongst the gaming world uh did see that mortal kombat movie oh yeah you were saying that that was all right it was okay uh a lot of things entertaining uh, and a lot of things that got wrong as like a fan but i've always come to the conclusion that there's no such thing as like bad movies a bad movie to me is a movie that you absolutely could just not watch even like you look at the room even though people say, oh, yeah, that acting's bad, it's still entertaining and funny, so that's a good movie. Like, Mortal Kombat's a good movie, but it's not, like, don't expect it to be groundbreaking and, like, Oscar-winning. It's just, if you just want it to enjoy yeah. it and just be like, yeah, it's Mortal Kombat. It's Mortal Kombat, yeah. Like, don't expect it to be, like, the same level as, like, uh, Casablanca or, like, Titanic or something. Like, Oscar-winning, like, going to the Oscar and stuff like that, but uh, it's okay. Yeah, it's a popcorn movie. Yeah, it's a popcorn movie, and there's nothing wrong with it. There's a lot of popcorn movies that are completely fine like i said a bad movie to me is that you just absolutely cannot watch it even if it's quote-unquote bad if it's entertaining it's not a bad movie yeah i know a lot of people don't like the star wars episode 9 i love that movie <laughs> so yeah everyone just has a different opinion people have different opinions and that's fine yeah. as long it doesn't matter if you hate it or like it you know just do what you want with it it's, it's out there for you to enjoy or not to but you know what i refuse to accept any hate for let me think it's a lot of things. It's, some, it's uh, something that goes along with the transformative nature that Apple Podcast has gone through. Something about some robots in disguise, if you catch my drift. Oh, you're talking about, uh, oh man, what were, what were those? Not knockoff Transformers? Go-bots. Like, in the 80s, they had go-bots. There we go. You're talking of course, about some I'm go-bots. talking about go-bots. <laughs> I won't tolerate the hate for go-bots. GoBots isn't GoBots first though. I heard that it was first. I honestly, don't know. I'm gonna have to look it, that up at afterwards. this point though. <laughs> it's just like who, what matters? Because I'm not saying Transformers not as well. It, I guess you can't say it's not as popular as it was in, in the 80s. Yeah. But um, I started watching the second part of the Transformers War for Cybertron trilogy. It's like a CG animation on Netflix. And it just brought me back to 2010 and 2012 with the War for Cybertron and Fall for Cybertron games. And I was just like, that was back when, like, you could have a really good licensed game with a really dedicated multiplayer. Because I think the the Fall of Cybertron um, server stayed up for years and had a dedicated community. But they just don't make good online multiplayer like that anymore. Like, low stakes, you get to level up your classes. You get to play, it's like the flying transformers, or the tank transformers, or the car transformers. You get to change all your colors and cosmetics. It's like, something like that. I'm just so nostalgic for right now because I've been watching that Transformers show. It's like, nothing like that ever happens anymore. Can we have a new Transformers game that's, like, like a third-person shooter? Maybe the people that make... What if Capcom makes one? Uh, RE Engine. Oh, my God. A third-person Transformer engine. game and with the RE <laughs> we'll Engine. We'll get to the RE Engine and third-person. <laughs> I love the RE Engine, man. Monster Hunter Rise on the RE Engine is incredible. But, um, yeah, I've just been kind of sad watching that Transformers show because those games the servers aren't up and like they're on ps3 <laughs> I, I feel you on that pain of like this certain game or style that they just don't make anymore just like why not yeah it's like it was such a we're fun so style oversaturated with like same feeling games it's like i can't i hero, can't play call of duty or hero, hero shooters. shooters battle royale obviously like fps like first person like player versus player multiplayer like call of duty and battlefront battlefield but uh and also like uh top down like clickers i'll say like league and stuff like yeah. that it's kind of been saturated a bit too much it's like we don't have any cool third person transformers games anymore transform on no. the fly um i 
wish those servers were, I wish you could play a game like that on PS5. I know there's that Transformers like strategy game, like the XCOM style one. I'll play it at some point, but it's not my favorite type of game. And it's like yeah. not even Destruction All Stars, which we'll do first bit of news right here. Destruction All Stars um, can't quite stack up for for me uh, compared to Twisted Metal. But uh, I guess our first piece of news today is that Destruction All-Stars is getting an update. On May 5th, I believe, they're going to start Season 1. There's going to be new cosmetics, challenges, a tier system. Um, There's going to be a new mode coming at some point, like, halfway through. So we've kind of gotten ourselves out of that, I guess you could call it a beta period. Um, There's going to be a new character and everything. So they just announced that uh, this morning. Applause. Yeah. (laughs) Put put the applause for that. You know, add in applause right now. No, but... Uh, have you played Destruction All-Star? Because, completely honest, I haven't played that in, in a while. I've not played since the last time we played, I think. That was maybe over a month ago. Yeah, it was a while back. Um, But I'm actually looking forward to the new season because you know me. I love my cosmetics and changing my character's appearances in these types of games. The new character looks interesting. I'm forgetting the name. It's escaping me. But I'm just glad that they're finally it's incorporating some content. Oh. What if it was Sweet Tooth as a new character? Oh, why do I feel like he'll still come at some point? Hey, they need to add him. This game could literally be like the new Twisted Metal as like DLC. E- even more so, though, if they made a new Twisted Metal, that would also like be cool. That would be but better. I don't know if there's room for two PlayStation Studios car combat games on the market, so they might just there's be going all, I mean, in. Twisted Metal was the only one at its time, so yeah, I don't think there's there's only room for one. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not gonna hold out my hopes because as soon as I start holding out my hopes for Twisted Metal, it's just never. Gonna I happen. mean, you say that, but think about how much I've been holding out. Like I want to try this or hoping out, and it eventually happens. True. Think about that. True. There's been a lot of times where I'm just like, oh, I, I wish this was a thing, or I want that, this, that, or I kind of want to try it out, and eventually it happens. So it, I'm just saying, don't don't give up. So we'll get to ps plus then later but you got to keep willing that death stranding because it didn't happen this month (laughs) yeah i forgot that they announced the. uh, we'll talk about that later yeah that's a later time um so overall uh, i can't wait so destruction all-stars that's pretty cool but you know it's very surprising actually you know it's like a fever dream super mario party for the nintendo switch um got a, a patch yesterday after you know like over two years that finally adds uh, the fact that you can play online now, like full boards playable online, and you can play with your friends. I think you can yes. host mas- matches with randoms, and you can play yes. 70 of the 80 mini games. <laughs> that's, a, that's a dub right there. I say that's a dub. Um, out of nowhere. Talk about, yeah, two years out of nowhere. They're just like, oh, yeah, here's an update. And it adds so much. It adds something that I wish honestly was there from the beginning because honestly... I don't have many people who can come over and play Mario Party, and I don't have many people who own Mario Party, but then the online was, like, subpar for a while. But now it's, like, you can just play Mario Party online. Is this Mario Party, like, the classic 2 through, like, 7, where yeah, it's, like, this a is board more like in each... In- okay, because I didn't like it when they are on a, on a cart. No, th- and this, then, like, isn't a, would- this isn't the car ones. Okay, so, good thing that I say, because, honestly... I've been, like, looking at some old Mario parties, just like, man, those games were, were fun. Yeah. And I know playing online is not, like, the ideal way to play a game like this, but you can just run some mini-games online if you feel like playing mini-games so you don't have to go up against the AI or something. I think if they, if the best way I can see the online, if this is how they do it, is uh, staying, you know, staying for the whole party mode, where obviously it's like I have a lot of time just to, like, play you know yeah. at least maybe one or two games like with randoms and then maybe just like a small board like oh this is a, a quick game where it's just like person who gets to the first three stars and it's like a smaller board with it's the same mario party like s game like it's a board and everything but uh more of a just like a quick time one because obviously people things can come up or they have to be somewhere in a short amount of time yeah i honestly feel like that might have been the reason for the exclusion of an online like full game board game mode uh in the first place but they went ahead and incorporated that um so i might be popping in my copy of super mario party that i haven't played in like two years (laughs) to to run some of this online stuff here because now if only they were to just drop 
uh, oh yeah, here's a new Donkey Kong Country game. Oh yeah. Fallen War to just drop. Come on. Or or patch some new DLC into Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. <sighs> or just drop Mario Kart 9. Oh yeah. I'm all for Mario Kart 9. This isn't the first time we've said that on I'm t- here. I'm telling you, it's gonna be like it's gonna be a car simulator. <laughs> Mario Kart 9 will be a car simulator. Wait a second, we already have Mario Kart 9. It's Yakuza Like a Dragon. Oh, you're right. <laughs> that is on there. They just put a different name on it. Hear me out. Hear me out. Mario Kart mm-hmm. 9, but all the costumes from the Mario Kart Tour game that should be in a console version of Mario Kart because there's like 500 costumes in that. And I almost want to say I'm not exaggerating, but I don't feel like I am because every time Nintendo posts about that game, they're showing new costumes. <laughs> well, we're going to have to wait and see about Mario Kart 9. Hopefully they're working on it. I think it's it's time for a new one. I can't tell what I want more. Uh, new costumes in Mario Kart or Sega to re-release Sonic 3 and Knuckles with the original <laughs> Ice Cap Zone music. <laughs> I, I would say Ice Cap Zone. True. You know what we missed a couple weeks back? And I'm shocked that I missed it. We missed some news about Streets of Rage 4. A, a game we have played. A game played. that we both played. Yeah, we both played and beat. Um, To no one's surprise though, it's getting some DLC. Um, Estelle, the one like the boss that was like a, an officer she's gonna be playable in the dlc and it's gonna be nice. like a, a new story probably some new stages so there's a paid aspect of this dlc but then i guess they're gonna do a free update too where they have alternate color palettes. and you know how much i love me some alternate color palettes all right hear me out hear hear me out put put your put your thinking cap on I'm put your my thinking cap on. on ow that's all i gotta say ow from the legendary SNES title, The Peacekeepers. Yes, put him in Streets of Rage. And and while you're at it, let us customize the color values of the characters. Like, sure, I'll take a Blaze Fielding um, with, with a green jacket instead of a red jacket. Maybe a yellow jacket or, like, a black jacket or something. But what if we could customize the colors ourselves? We'd make a light green jacket. Like a gray jacket. That I would... That's what they need to add. Uh, Peacekeeper did it. I like how Peacekeeper came out, what, like, 92? Yeah, it was really old. <laughs> and that, and that, they put, like, you. that game is com- it's pretty detailed what you can do with all those costumes. Yeah, you colors. can change the colors of the enemies. Like, every color value of the enemies can be tweaked. Every color value yeah. of the characters can be tweaked. It's really cool. But that that's besides the point. Either way, uh, Street Rage 4 DLC. Uh, I'm surprised that we completely just, that, like, went over our head. Yeah, this was, like, April 8th that this got announced, I guess. So... <laughs> I don't know how I missed it. That's I didn't hear weird. anything about it. That's I don't. Maybe I I was just scrolling through like the internet, just whatever, just like just saw Streets of Rage four and probably thought like, oh, this just doesn't advertising for it, but not realizing it's probably an ad for the DLC. Yeah, and it, it looks like it's gonna be like half paid, half free. So I mean, I'll see how much it costs. Streets of Rage four. I have no problem dropping like another five bucks on that game. It's really good. Um, we enjoyed it while we played it. Uh, it's a very faithful game. Uh, and we'll definitely have a beat up episode like we've been talking about for a while, and that will be part of it for sure. We were going to talk about the Monster Hunter Rise digital event that happened this week, but they dropped the update like a couple hours after it happened, so we're going to just push that to when we talk about games. Um, but I will say that Monster Hunter Rise has already sold 6 million copies. It is Capcom's 8th best-selling game ever, and it's only been a month. I'm just saying, me who... Or I, who've played, like, Worlds, and it was just like, it just looks like it's too much. And then playing, like, God Eater, like, this is more up my alley. This seems like more of a casual, but still bringing in all the hardcore Monster Hunter fans. Yeah. It, it's like, is it a testament of the Switch that this has sold 6 million copies? Or the Monster Hunter name? Maybe a combination of both? I, I have it's a Monster feeling Hunter that it... Name. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably the name. But you, you, I can't help but feeling like it it owes some of the success to the Switch just being such a good console for, for stuff like The Switch like is this. a great console. Uh, I Think about it like this. When you put up top 10 games, Monster Hunter is nowhere even near like top 20. It's always your Mario, GTA, like Call of Duty. Nowhere ever on a top 10 list or even top 20 will there ever be a Monster Hunter. But here comes Monster Hunter Rise being what? Like I said, your eighth best selling. Yeah. So... The Switch is not even a, a a poorly sold console either. There's a lot of people who own a Switch. Yeah, and I think, you know, Monster Hunter's 
roots are in the handheld market, like Freedom Unite. That was a PSP game. Monster Hunter, I know the, the first one was on PS2, but I think it really grabbed people when it was on the PSP. And then mm-hmm. they had the ones for the Nintendo DS and the 3DS. So it's going to keep selling. If it can sell 8 million units, or 6 million units, I should say, after uh, a month, then it's, it's going it to do no some It has no problem hit, hitting 10 mil. I don't yeah. see no problem hitting 10 mil. Easy. <laughs> All right. A couple other things we got this week. Just a short little thing here. Uh, a Marvel Heroes developer is going to be working on Avengers. Um, from what I'm hearing, this is a good thing. Uh, and the, the team at Crystal Dynamics is apparently receptive to criticisms of the Avengers game. And I'm seeing Marvel Heroes was, like, well-regarded when it was active and people are mm-hmm. the, the way i'm seeing on forums and stuff people are responding to this news is positive so you know we bring it up every now and then the avengers game i i hope it i hope they can continue turning it around it's like every week we bring it up yeah <laughs> from time to time you know and, and from time to time dude it's like every week it's because it's always something with an update or you just want to give a, a shout out to the avengers game yeah so I'm gonna give my shout out and and hope they can continue working working the good work on on a Marvel hero or Avengers. <laughs> In other news, back to Capcom here. Arcade Stadium is getting invincibility DLC to play your favorite arcade games with, but it's paid DLC. I, I don't know how mm-hmm. much it is, but I guess if you want to pay for some invincibility, I feel like that feature should be there from the start. Mm, I don't know about invincibility being paid. Mm. Don't you feel like it should just be a feature if you're going to pay, you know, some dollars for an old arcade game? Like, sure, infinite lives, but invincibility should just be an option for people who want to experience the games. I mean, talk about people asking for easier difficulties or for, like, a, when Sekiro, someone, like, modded it to make uh, the main character be, like, really, like, he was super quick, yeah. so like the game was much easier. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes yeah. you just want to experience the tone or the theme of something. Sometimes you just you don't want to like. I get it for people who want to mod Sekiro. I wish I could have modded Sekiro on the PS4, but I platted it anyway. It, it's just like I don't know the whole mentality of just like you're not a true gamer if you don't if you play it on easy. That's not true. I could I know I can beat Bloodborne. I can beat all those Souls games. Like, if you want to say like those are like top hard games, but the thing is, I like my hair on my head and I don't want to pull it out. Mm-hmm. But this is one of the things. That if you could just complete that one game, you know that's like if anyone doubts my gaming skills, I tell them I've beat this. You don't have to prove nothing else. My go-to was always like Metagross Solid on its hardest difficulty. I'm like I can beat those games. Yeah. So it's like I have, I if if I want to play a game on easy just because I just want to relax, there's nothing wrong with it. Like how you platted not only did you beat but you platted Sekiro and Bloodborne so I honestly think you have nothing to prove that like your gaming skills are are nothing like you have the ability to do it but you just like I just want to enjoy the game yeah sometimes like especially with an older game sometimes you just want to sometimes you just want to play Metal Slug without having to reset also don't feel bad at all because that AI is broken on like most games they purposely make that like think about Street Fighter I've played online and i've done pretty well but i cannot beat like street fighter like on even hard difficulty i literally get to like the third character and then i i just start losing yeah there's there's nothing wrong with either using infinite continues which is something i do a lot on the uh capcom beat-em-up bundle um yeah. but sometimes i would appreciate having this invincibility where i don't have to keep choosing my character and clicking continue like sometimes you just want to go through you want to see the sprites or listen to mm-hmm. the music while you're finish the story yeah yeah listen to a podcast or listen to some music while you're doing it and just if, experience it if spawn had like an invincibility mode on that game i would play the Sines version i'm surprised day. there's no like invincibility cheat no apparent i don't know that game is shrouded in a mystery to me when it comes to codes all i know is that there's just level codes that's all i can really confirm mm-hmm. with that game a lot of this makes me think about uh returnal coming out mm-hmm. this friday i've not heard if there's any like difficulty options or anything but this will be like a lot of people's probably first time playing a roguelike because there's not been a triple mm-hmm. a roguelike as far as i can tell so 
I'm wondering if Housemark is going to incorporate some kind of difficulty modifier like uh, mm. Supergiant did with Hades, having God Mode, where it's not completely making the game easy for you, but it's giving you defense boosts. Um, so we'll have to see with that. I'll, I'll take a look at the options when we start talking about Returnal. I think I think with Hades being so popular, people I think more people are, are exposed to roguelike games I, right I now. I definitely think I definitely so think it's the right time to release a AAA roguelike. Yeah, uh, to get people in the AAA roguelike mode, it is the right time because off of Isaac, Isaac was a it's an old game, but a lot of people still play it. To and, this it day. and it just and got an update too. Hades. Yeah, and Hades, so it's just like it's the right time to do it. Yeah, it's a it's the opportune moment to get the the general public that doesn't really go for indie games you know the the people who mostly buy first party exclusive they'll they'll experience the, what a the like casuals no <laughs> it's, it's just like some people like i i understand because i i don't want to say i don't play indie games but i'm not that like involved in it either i understand that part of it anyway there was a new ratchet and clank rift apart trailer with the state of play that we'll be talking about uh a little tiny bit before our fall guys special next week um Mm-hmm. this was just a trailer that shows off some of the story we finally have a name for the female lombax it's rivet i think that's a really nice name for her and you can play as her uh, overall it looks like it's going to be a really cool game i i myself doubt i'll get it at launch but i do want to play it at some mm-hmm. point it's i feel like it's it's the remake that what 2015 that one when that one came out in 2015 right the I Russian believe so. Clank, like reboot yeah Think about it like that. A lot of people enjoyed it, and I think they're going the right path just by like this is a not same type of game. It's not the same game, but it is the same type of DNA. We're just polishing it more, and I feel like some games just need that. I don't think you completely need to change the style of it. If it's if it works and you just polish it, I think fans will be uh, pleased with that. So I believe what this is what Rift Apart. I feel like this is uh, this is what it is. It's just the reboot from 2015, just really polished and nice, and you know, smooth frames and zero load times. Yeah, you know continuing the story so i feel like this is just like a safe bet i don't think they're trying to really risk it yeah it's got the dna of a ps2 you know third person platformer and you don't see many of those nowadays so if if we can trust anyone to do it right it's insomniac they've got a proven track record with the spider-man games and the ratchet mm-hmm. and clank series and all the other stuff they've done so it's gonna be a good game no matter how how you look at it no matter how you view it or what type of game it is you know the quality is gonna be there um with insomniac so we got two more news articles here. Mm-hmm. First up is our PS Plus games. Battlefield 5, Wreckfest, and mm-hmm. Stranded Deep. So Battlefield 5, um, can't say I expected it, but maybe I'll give it a try. I'm not, like, uh, super no. into Battlefield. <laughs> no, I'm not either. I've tried, like, I think uh, the first Battlefield 1. This is not really the first one, but that's what they called yeah, it. Yeah, the one on Plus that Collection. That was free for the Plus Collection. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of it. I wish uh, they would the do style. another Bad Company and make it just play like Bad Company 2, which was my favorite online <sighs> FPS of all time. I, you know what? What's what's funny, and I just realized this right now, just like talking about it, I have played 5. I played the beta when that was out. I, oh. didn't, I did not enjoy it. So I, I think I might skip out on that one. Yeah. Thankfully, it's free. It's free. It's free, but it takes up a slot. In my opinion, it takes up a slot. Like, I could have been Sonic 3 with the original Ice Cap Zone music. Oh, PS5 remaster of Sonic 3? Sonic Mania 2 with Ice Cap Zone with the original music. The dream. Well, then we got Wreckfest, our PS5 game. Um, Mm -hmm. This is a racing game where it's like like a... Like, I'm assuming you, like, ram into... I've not heard of Wreckfest but apparently it's not new or anything. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm always into like racing games and stuff and I'm into certain racing games. I it can't be a Carson or too arcadey. It has to be the right balance in between. Oh, you them. like a balance? You would have loved to drive club. I like the balance where it's like it's 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 kind of like it's kind of like simulation kind of a car simulation, but it's like I said, more of like the Need for Speed 2005, even like Heat and all that. Where it's, yeah. like, it's still an arcade game. That's where I'm like, that's my sweet spot. That's where I like to stay at. Drive Club was like the middle of, like the middle ground between Need for Speed and uh, Gran Turismo. And I'm so mm. sad that that game is like not available anymore. <laughs> I mean, has a lot of games yeah. that sad is not available anymore. Um, so I'm not. I'm interested in Wreckfest just from a like an interested standpoint i've been playing uh, a lot of gt sport lately again so 
yeah mm-hmm. i'll give it a shot and then there's stranded deep that first person survival game i think it's first person it's a survival game where you're surviving yeah. around an ocean uh just it's a survival game i'm not super super duper into it's it. like minecraft is the only survival game that i will come back to every year regardless of you know what port it is yeah i will always say minecraft but some other ones i'm just like it's maybe a one try or a, a couple occasional comebacks but it, i don't know it's i'll like still give it a shot won't be this isn't no no man's sky or anything and you know i have trouble getting into a no man's sky game so <laughs> you think there's a no man's sky killer over here oh i doubt it <laughs> because no man's sky they completely changed that game yeah but that that's off track of what we're talking about and last news story for this week is that, real quick, it's been reported by some sites that NetherRealm may be working on a Marvel fighting game. That's This is a rumor to be taken with a grain of salt. This is neither yeah. confirmed nor denied. Um, yeah. But think of the possibilities. Uh, keyword, maybe. Yeah. That's the keyword. I don't know if I'm on board with NetherRealm making a Marvel fighting game because I don't necessarily, even though I like Injustice 2, I don't necessarily like the NetherRealm style of fighting game. I don't like any fighter game that doesn't use holding back as a block. Yeah. Street Fighter obviously used that, and I really do like Street Fighter compared to, like, if you say back in the day me... I would have said other fighting games, but now me, I'm just like, no, yeah, Street Fighter is, like, the best fighting game to ever exist. I understand yeah. it completely now at this point. But think about, let's think about some ideas, because we were talking about this earlier, and we just, like, kind of get them out. Yeah. The only way I could see it is a, a Marvel fighting game. Like, it's just Marvel characters in the sense of Injustice. Yeah. Marvel versus DC. That would be cool. Uh, For some weird reason. A licensing nightmare. <laughs> Marvel versus Mortal Kombat. Uh you know uh something completely different i don't think disney would let it ever happen no uh i I wouldn't think it would let i would honestly think either it's dc versus marvel or just a standalone marvel fighting game yeah um now think about this we were talking about marvel versus capcom yes so we discussed that the only way those games can work now is either they re-release the marvel versus capcom series like street fighter versus uh marvel or is it marvel superheroes versus street fighter Mm -hmm. and then just the marvel versus capcom trilogy on just like re-release those Give obviously nice, i'm pointing at like one and two like a 4k yeah, like nice port PS4. or something yeah um but we say that the real way to really bring a marvel vs. capcom game back is if you do it in the style of gears to gear not in gameplay sense but in art yes yeah. if capcom could replicate that like seamless 2d anime animation look and you know maybe take the original style of the characters drawn by like bangus for uh marvel versus capcom and make a fighting game like that that would be awesome i i would 100 percent be on board with that Absolutely. if it's like I said it's if capcom does the the fighting style and they just get the guilty gear studio i forget the studio arc system what it's called arc system if they did to do uh get to do the art and everything yeah I think that's the, a real good way. And obviously get Disney with their Marvel characters in it, you know, Marvel vs. Capcom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and call either that, call that one 4 or call, just call it something else. I don't know, Marvel. Call it Marvel Superheroes. It's like, I don't know why, they just call it something else. But uh, I would like to see that. Yeah. There's a lot of good ways that this could be done, to be honest. I just yeah, there's, there's a lot of ideas. like Capcom should make the Marvel fighter because I like the style of a Capcom fighting game. I know it's not for mm-hmm. everybody, but to me, I mean, personally, I'm a big Street Fighter Five fan, as we know. Yes. So it's like, so we said we want that Capcom to make that, mm-hmm. but also the same thing could apply to like an SF3 remake. Just release it with that like Guilty Gear art style. Because there's, Guilty Gear is a hard game for me personally to get behind, but the art style, it's like, it's unmatched at this point as far as fighting games go. Everyone is different when it comes to fighting games. There's some people that don't like Street Fighter, but they like Mortal Kombat. There's some people that don't like either of them, and they like Guilty Gear or, like, a completely just other different fighter game. But, uh, like I said, it's all just whatever you prefer. I've grown to like Street Fighter, so I'm more towards them doing it Mm -hmm. because they kind of got... I really do like 5 compared to 4. I think... Three and five are my favorite Street Fighters. Yeah. Three is a little different, but it has some interesting mechanics, characters, and, uh, you know, stages to it. And then five, of course, is probably the Come most on. accessible the series has ever been. Come on, Q with this. 
It's just like or G random with freeze. his. Yeah. I am the world's president. I am the world's president. Yeah, like come on. Imagine if they do three remastered, but Q is actually good. Oh, <laughs> that'd be cool. But like I said, we're getting a bit off track. But yeah, the maybe Nether Realm's working on a Marvel game. We'll we'll have to wait and see. But like I said, keyword is a maybe. Yeah, I mean. I think that the closest we might find out is E3, and that's coming around the corner. So we'll keep that you posted. That is coming around the corner, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we do have a Nintendo Direct rumor this week, and it's sponsored by Markers on the Map Presents Trial by Energy Drink. This week's flavor is Here, Here comes, comes a New, a new challenger. challenger! Cherry. It's for a game called Mega Man Investigations. Roll. Something's been going on with Mega Man. It's like there's two of them. But one we can't see. Something must have happened to his programming. I don't know what to do. He's just acting so strange. An identical brother. A program gone awry. Mega Man steps out into the world to solve a mystery that not even Phoenix Wright himself can solve in Mega Man Investigations. An all-new third-person detective adventure game for the Nintendo Switch. Mega Man's long-lost brother, Rock, speaks from his central processing core, but only Mega Man knows of his existence. Together, they'll tackle the mysteries through Glitch City's varied residents. Some are helpful, some are not. Finish quests for NPCs to get them to give Mega Man information that leads you to a mysterious zone, a deadly premonition, if you will, where evil robots from Mega Man's past and their henchmen await. Tackle over 50 of these zones as you blast through a story where twists around every corner is just the start. But what is the mystery? It's something so incredible that even telling you before you play the game would ruin a surprise or two. Converse with Rock as you stroll around town and engage in mini-games that only the Mega Man series is capable of. Face off against Proto Man in intense debate segments. Maintain dress and improve the social stats of your very own Mega Man as you'll want to look the freshest you can in this 80 plus hour adventure. Live a mega life in Glitch City and encounter famous cyberpunk residents like Jill Stingray, Bartender, and Turing, you know, from that other new cyberpunk adventure, not 2077. Live by day, fight by night. It's a true mega detective mystery. It's Mega Man Investigations, part detective game, part social sim, part third-person shooter, part management, part drama, part puzzle game, part platformer, part movie, and more. It's a new game to rival that of Yakuza Like a Dragon and Deadly Premonition, and it's an adventure only the Nintendo Switch can handle. Hey, Rock. Yes, yes, I know the one. I know. It's just like in that movie. Of course. I'm talking about Limitless, 2011, starring Bradley Cooper. Yes, I know exactly what you're thinking. It's genius. We may just solve this mystery yet. And then we can get back to Roll and the Doctor. Which Doctor? Light? I see. Well, we might find him there. Isn't that right, Rock? I immediately I see a competitor for Weirdest Game uh, in comparison to like Deadly Premonition 2. I don't think it's be weirder than that edgy... Marvel game, or not Marvel game, Cap, uh, Mega Man game, Mega Man, what was it called? There was an edgy Mega Man game? <laughs> yeah, wasn't there, there was like a cancelled edgy Mega Man game, in the same vein of like, Metroid Prime? I don't know, actually, but that sounds amazing. That. Maybe this oh, is that project was... come back to life. <laughs> I forgot, what, I'm pretty sure I, there was a cancelled Mega Man, like really edgy, in the same vein of like, Super Bomberman, uh, like the edgy oh one. Oh my god. Bomberman it was the same vein of Zero? That. Yeah, look, I'm pretty sure that that was a real thing that they were playing. It was in the same vein of, of uh, Metroid Prime. But, I don't know, compared to that, this seems like we have a contender for another weird uh, Mega Man game. I know, this feels like the Dark Souls of Bomberman are Act Zero. <laughs> I don't know, I, I, I was into Deadly Premonition 2. It, it, it was very problematic, and it had its weird moments, but overall I felt like it was something that was a good experience to to play something that tests your patience and frustrates you and all kinds of things but a Mega Man game in the vein of something like Yakuza Like a Dragon or Deadly Premonition where you're kind of not just playing the game but living a life and it's got all these different genres it, this could be something that backfires on the developers 
or you know creates a giant hit for them was what was the last mega uh, we had the mega man 11 was it 11 11 and then 10 what was the last one they stopped on not 10 mega man x oh yeah mega man x had eight games eight that always confused me i always thought mega man x was, was always like the 10 yeah. yeah it was 10 but then i was like okay why they're having other is that what 13 was like obviously yeah. x3 but completely different mega man but would it be weird to see a third type of mega man hmm? i know an open world type of mega man an open world mega man come we got the the nice like hardcore like original cute is kind of one like he's kind of drawn like real like you know like a cartoon character yeah. then you got like the edgy x1 now time for real edgy now he's uh, a, now he's like a detective type character now he's a detective yeah, yeah it's like ellie noir mega man <laughs> there was a canceled uh mega man game like where you had like different capcom characters i believe they they had like a trailer that showed him looking like action figures so there was there and there and of course legends 3 was canceled so there's been some canceled mega man games before so hopefully this one comes to fruition i i want this to be a rumor that happens i'm, I'm curious so i think i'm looking forward to mega man investigations we'll just have to wait and see mm-hmm. e3 i'm telling you <laughs> it's right around the corner all right robert we played some games this week and we are going to start with the Resident Evil demos. So the second one happened, and like we said last week, we're going to talk about uh, our reactions to you know both demos as a whole. So I'm, I'm going to go off on a limb here and start. I liked the first demo a little bit better. <laughs> I guess, get this out the way, we have different opinions on the we demos. Do. The first one, it was okay. Um, it was okay. I guess I could say I didn't. What I don't like was there wasn't a lot of any action in the sense of you're not really doing much. You're just kind of walking around, opening a door, and then cutscenes just happen. It's mostly cutscenes. That's really what it was. The 30-minute limit, you really couldn't do a second playthrough. You only had the initial first playthrough. Yeah. Um, I really did like the environment of it. Uh, I was intrigued by the setting. Uh, it, it felt kind of cool to me honestly the second one to me felt like yes we've been here before i did enjoy how it came full circle but i think the thread between both of them for me and i can't tell if it's the first person or the way the camera moves or the way that you move or the menus something about this seems off to me i can't tell if it's just me saying stop trying to get yourself to like the first person resident evil games or if there's legitimately something i feel that's off and it's not like it's it's like it's not, uh, oh, I'm scared off. It's just something feels weird to me about this game. Uh, I, I, I can completely say uh, I don't mind it. Me mind, not minding 7 was first person. I know that was a really big, just like you didn't want to really do it. It's no, there's, not, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I do kind of wish this was a third person game than it is the first person. Wouldn't it just be so much better? <laughs> it would be better. I think 7 worked in first person. And I think it, it needed it. But... I think this one should have been a third-person game. I don't mind that it's, it's you know, Ethan uh, Withers, but it just should have been a third-person game. I don't think it should be first-person. I do like that he's a bit faster, though. Yeah, I, I do he's enjoy the speed. He's a more smooth. Um, speaking of speed, I beat the demo, the second one, five times in that 30-minute period, and my fastest time was two minutes and 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah, you can beat that really fast. Like I said, that's why I didn't like the first one. The first one, if you did not beat it, because those cutscenes did take up the time slot. It wasn't gameplay. It was literally the whole time from beginning to the cutscenes to the end. It took up all those 30 minutes. It, it so, was intriguing, though. I feel like a lot of people didn't get to finish that first demo because of that. But the second one, it wasn't. there was no cutscenes, very little cutscenes. You only got the part where you talk to the shopkeeper yeah. and then the very end. That's about it. If You, you can actually just miss seeing the Duke which I would advise against if you played the demo. Um, it's not available. It, th- there'll be a re-release of the demo um, soon um, from this podcast mm-hmm. recording, like, soon after. Um, but definitely go look at the Duke's shop. Like, interact with that character. Listen to what he has to say. It's a it's a nice addition, and, of course, he'll be in Mercenaries. I think there's a Mercenaries trailer. Yeah, there, there was a Mercenaries trailer. It was, about, like, a preview. To look at that. Some sites did, like, a, a, a preview for Mercenaries and stuff. What I was going to say is that I'm not exactly interested in this after the demos i think the demos might have like staved me off from you know picking this up right away from the previews and everything we know there's going to be huge areas different villains and all that but 
There's just mm-hmm. something off. Like, what I was going to say is that the first person Resident Evil 8 has this thing that I feel like most first person games as far as saying something like Call of Duty does where something goes up to you on the screen and it's like a person and they get right in your face. I'm like, we've seen this in a million other games. Do do they think mm-hmm. this is like a new idea where the vampire lady comes up to your face and like bites you or something? It's like, no, this this has been done in games before. It just doesn't feel novel to me. And this is Resident Evil. It's a triple A game. I think honestly, I know you're not going to like this, but the vibe i'm getting from like the location and like all these characters i'm honestly getting like outlast 2 vibes you were telling me that yeah i'm getting completely like outlast 2 vibes from it uh i enjoyed outlast 2 i find it much better than the second one but i know you don't like much horror games in that sense too i think 2 is a bit better it's not like always pop up in your face scary it's more of like psychological scary it does mess with your head a lot um but the vibe I'm getting it is Outlast 2, which I knew. That I was like, mm, you might not like that. So I I have to bring it up because I feel like that's just it's not the even way the vibe that that puts me off from it's Resident Evil person. 8. It's the fact that these are not new first person survival horror tricks, and that Resident Evil to me yeah. was always about you know playing as Jill Valentine or you know Chris. Uh, maybe not Chris, but like Leon or Claire and RE2 and just going through a small space that does so much with so little. Like the RPD in Resident Evil 2, it's small, but there are so many doors to go into, so many floors, it's like it ends up becoming its own little maze in just such a small building. I I, I, I understand that point, but I'm also like... In order to for a game franchise to move forward, you have to take risks or try new oh, things. Oh, yeah, they're but totally doing risks I with this I do one. believe that they're not trying so much new things. It is a lot of just a, a base. It is open world, but it's a lot of simple first-person horror games tropes in this. I feel like that's going to happen a lot. Yeah. But it changing is not the problem. But I don't know. It's like I'm still willing to give it a try. I like I really do dig the setting. I think this is what 4 wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I would play 4, but those tank controls, I don't know, man. I'm really hoping the remake is way is just like 3 and 2 and, and like 7 and 8 where it's really good uh, new Resident Evil like mechanics. Yeah, and then, of course, if you ever get a chance to try the, the um, last-gen ports of RE4, they, they have a modern control option, which was honestly the only way I could get through 4 because I think 4, for me, is still a little too plotting. I always liked five, but four and six never really. Mm-hmm. And then one, two, and three, the originals are fixed camera angles, like like another game I've played, and those are a bit harder, but I always enjoy mm-hmm. two and three remake are the best, in my opinion. I, I At the end of this, though, with the both demos, I'm more interested now from the second demo. Um, I like the characters. I like the vibe. I like the feeling. I like the look. I like the movement of, of Ethan and the way he con- controls, so... Plus, with Mercenaries and how much you hype it up, I'm willing to probably pick this up sooner than probably you are. Yeah, I think for me, Mercenaries is probably the most interesting aspect for me. But you have to, of course, beat the game to unlock Mercenaries. And mm-hmm. I still don't know if there's multiple characters because, you know, it's first person. So um, it's really good, apparently, Mercenaries, because I guess they let, you know, um, the the gaming sites like in on like the first level or so. So Resident Evil 8 is something of an anomaly because I was I, I've lost interest as we've gone. I remember being really interested and then losing interest, losing interest. The first demo I thought was all right. Second demo I thought was okay. It was fine, but I'm a little less interested. So I also think what kind of just kind of turns it off too is there's a lot of first person games. Yes. And Resident I'm Evil, I think at that. this moment doesn't need, yeah, I'm come on. I play, I like siege, destiny, call of duty, battlefield, battlefront. Uh, there's just a lot. And it's just like, I don't just, I hope it's just not another. I hope it does bring something to the table. Cause I just don't want to be a horror first person game. Yeah. So that's resident evil village demos one and two. They were, released at weird times and playable for weird times for 30 minutes a piece but you bought a game this week didn't you yeah i did buy a game this week uh during the spring sale which i think today it ends today yeah so by the time this podcast goes you're listening it's over yeah uh i bought more to come at 11 Ooh. uh 
my rule with fighting games, I always buy it two years later. And this is why, is because I always know they're going to have an ultimate bundle that comes with all the DLC. And I don't need to have the latest fighting game at the moment. I know for some people, it's like, oh, that doesn't make sense because the online will be gone by that point. But I don't care for the online. I just actually want to play the game yeah. and play with like people I know. But it's the best Mortal Kombat, in my opinion. It does play very well. It's the best roster except maybe for collector he's kind of an odd one for me i don't know how i feel about him he's just kind of just there i know he might be good but he's just kind of there for me but as like the characters including dlc because obviously it has the one dlc character i've always i've always wanted in a game has spawn mm-hmm. uh voiced by keith davis my favorite voice actor for spawn it's just it it handles really really well yeah uh the the style the frames the look uh one thing honestly that turns me down is the fatalities how they like kind of linger too much on the screen like it does the whole like pause menu thing i don't know i kind of more of a simple mortal kombat 9 just like sub-zero grabbing by your head and just like you know picking you up and just like you know whatever he sub-zero does what sub-zero does and not this like really a lot of extra stuff and the x-rays are or the fatal blows quote-unquote x-rays are a little too much yeah uh you look at someone like cabal and he'll literally put his like uh, a sword up to someone's like face, and you're just like, how would they get up from that? The only character that can canonly do that is Spawn. Spawn literally cannot be harmed in any way besides uh, decapitating him. The only way to kill a Hell Spawn is by decapitating his uh, head or like exploding it. Mm. But even then, Spawn survived that a lot. He survives a lot of those. So. Spawn is one of those where, like, I can see him surviving this stuff, but everyone else, I'm just like, this is too much. This is way too much for them. From what we played uh, over share play, I think my biggest issue with Mortal Kombat is the same issues I have with Injustice 2, literally. Like, um, I'm mm-hmm. not a big fan of interactables and stages. That's just me, though. I mm-hmm. know a lot of people like that. And the special moves that take so long to get through. Like, you know, a critical art in Street Fighter, it's over in five seconds tops. But in, in Mortal Kombat, yeah. Injustice, any, any NetherRealm game, I guess, they go on for a little too long for me. Yeah, they say it lingers way too much. I think a game that can benefit from an update and a complete remake, but still be the DNA of its original self, is Mortal Kombat Nine. Just Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Nether Realm kind of has it down at this point. They kind of figure out how characters should look, how the game should play, and how you know how everything should be. Um, if they were to completely remake 9 in the graphics or even better than 11, but keep the same type of code of DNA of the way they fight and fatalities and x-rays and all that stuff, it, I think it would be a really good uh, remake. Yeah, I remember playing 9 and... It's pretty old. It's almost a decade old at this point. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 11, I still have a little bit more time. Uh, I really I really do like Spawn. I like the way you can customize your characters. Uh, I don't like that you have to unlock everything. I feel like there's some things that should automatically be there, like... At least default of the commando and classic spawn, but other than that, I like the roster DLC. Like I said, I was saying I really do like that spawn. Is always going to be my favorite on that, but probably give me maybe like next week, and I'll probably give up my full opinion on it. Just still got to try because I just beat the story. Maybe we could talk about that some other mm-hmm. time. I literally just beat aftermath and the story, so maybe that's for next week. Yeah, but or the week after because uh, Fall Guys next week. Oh yeah, this, this, yeah, there will be another time. Uh, yeah, just give me enough time to just do all that, and then I'll just get back to you on that. But as being a Mortal Kombat, honestly, it is the best one. If you haven't picked it up yet, you should pick it up, because if you've liked either 9 or 10, this one is much better. Yeah, at least they're getting better with every installment. It's it's mm-hmm, the most you could ask for for a fighting game. <laughs> the thing is, I will probably won't buy 12, because it won't have spawn. Unless you put spawn back in it, I probably won't buy it. <laughs> I remember everybody thought Spawn was going to end up showing up in Injustice 2, and that never happened. The Turtles did, though. Yeah, the that Turtles was, did show up. I think That's the Turtles amazing. was much better. I forgot that the Turtles are in that. I, I feel like uh, Arnold not vo- voicing the Terminator is a pretty big yeah, letdown. Yeah, it's a miss. Because <laughs> they got Sylvester Stallone to, to voice Rambo. Well, not Arnold for Terminator. I don't know. That just doesn't, that doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. No, put the Terminator in everything, too. <laughs> That was the year that they legit put Terminator and everything, like Gears of yeah. War, a pinball game. Like you could literally be Animal Crossing, and then next thing you know, like Terminator is coming to Animal Crossing. The ter- it's the special Animal Crossing update. The Terminator is coming to visit your island. I know, and then like yeah, he's like, uh, what would be the weirdest thing the Terminator would be in that game? Maybe he would run the coffee shop that didn't get put in. 
maybe maybe that's that's why the whole eight that maybe that's why they're holding it off terminator coffee but yeah uh so far good mortal kombat game uh definitely recommend it uh it's a good time yeah and the, the load times on ps5 too are amazing talk about your 1080 60 frame yeah very <laughs> even on share, on share play that was amazing that was good I guess we'll finish up this week talking a little Monster Hunter Rise. Like I said at the top of the show, um, they did drop their special update yesterday. It came with some new monsters and an unlock to the Hunter rank cap. And I actually fought through all of the new stuff just to make sure we could talk about it on the podcast today. So <laughs> I'll, I'll oh, go man. through it real quick. The first, the main monster that the update introduces is Camellios. He's an older monster. All of them are really... Um, I've never personally fought Camellios in any of the Monster Hunters I have, though he has been in some of them that I've played. He's a pretty cool fight, an Elder Dragon that is a chameleon. Obviously, he can go invisible. I don't like his mechanic of, like, super poison where your health starts really draining, but it's overall an alright fight. Uh, the bigger ones for me, though, are Kushala Daura and uh, Basil Geese. So Basil Geese is an invasion monster from World that's like a B-52 bomber, but a monster. So he's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Obviously, he's not an easy fight. He's a tougher fight. But I'm glad to see him in there. And he's not the only... Uh, Rajong is not the only invasion monster now. So Basil can show up in any quest. And you can fight him or choose to ignore him. Either way, he's one of those invading monsters that can get in your way. Kushala Daura, on the other hand, is probably my favorite in this update. He was one of my least favorite fights in World, but they took out this obnoxious thing he has in World where he puts up a like a windshield that lasts, like a tornado around him that lasts for like ever. And in World, that was the only time I almost timed out in fighting a monster. I was like five seconds away from time running out, five or six. <laughs> yeah, so it took about 49 minutes the first time I fought him in World. They got rid of that thing. Um, he is a little obnoxious to fight solo because I had to end up finishing one of them solo because I had a connection error and the, the party I was with dropped out. Uh, so I had to finish, but it's a pretty good fight. Best design, he's got the coolest new monster picture, the little icon. Um, he has a turf mm-hmm. war with Magnum Malo, the one on the cover, where he just drags him all the way up in the air, and they're fighting in midair. I think it's really cool. So, the only other Elder Dragon they added was Tiastra, and he is the last one you fight at Hunter Rank 40. So, I managed to power through from Hunter Rank 8 to 40, just to be able to talk about this today. Um, he is an Elder Dragon that's a lion. He's more similar to his world fight, and... Tiastro has always been one of those monsters I just don't really like to fight because he has too many AoE attacks. He's not particularly interesting. His armor set's not particularly interesting. So there's that. And there's two new Apex monsters. Uh, Rathalos is an Apex now and Diablos. Pretty easy when you do those uh, Rampage missions that I don't really like, the like tower defenses online. Um, so I did those. I fought those. Whatever. Um, you can also fight the original three Apexes, Azeros, Rathian, and Mizutsune in their own special mission now where you just fight them. You don't have to do a rampage, so I'm glad that they added that. The Hunter rank caps at 999 now, so you can finally start earning your points. And I think the last cool thing about the update is that layered armor is in, so now you can choose which armor to wear for you know your actual stats and which armor you want to wear to look cool. So I have my character dressed up as like a Red Dead Redemption style monster hunter right now, but I still have the stats of all my really like busted armor. <laughs> oh man. So overall, this game is has cracked the top five of my most played Switch games after after one month. So uh, it's it's, it's safe only to been say. A month. Yeah, it's only been a month. It's safe to if say. If they keep adding more DLC, I guarantee this will be number one. Yeah, it, it has the potential to be. It's got some It's got some big shoes to fill if it wants to be Shield version and, and Animal Crossing. But if they keep adding content at, at this at this pace and, and just adding new stuff, it's it's not going to be a problem for it to, to become the, the most played. It's it's real good. <laughs> I mean, like I said, the, the it being top eight in only one month is no joke. Yeah, top eight of Capcom for all time, that's... That's some impressive numbers. That yeah, those are some pretty high numbers. Yeah. Um. So they are adding a like a new ending and some more monsters uh, next month, I believe. 
so Monster Hunter Rise is gonna keep getting a lot of play, especially now that my hunts will actually progress my hunter rank. That's awesome. I like seeing those bars go up. I like the numbers going higher. And layered armor adds a whole new thing for me where it's like, I don't, I can wear strong armor, but I can look how I want my character to look. I can change the colors of their mm-hmm. clothes. I just love that. So Monster yeah. Hunter Rise continues to be one of the best games I've ever played. Now, I know it's good, but would it, would it ever beat the fried chicken war in God Eater? Plot-wise... I don't know about plot-wise, because there's not really any, like, giant plot to be had in, in Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm thinking Fried Chicken War and then the subsequent Pizza War. It was Pizza War, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was Pizza War. That was good stuff. We'll, we'll have to talk about and We'll have to have a God Eater special in the future here. <laughs> we do. If we play three, that would be a Chicken Sandwich War. Oh, yeah. We already that know was like Chicken Sandwich year. War is going on in yeah. actual war. That was- <laughs> still kind of going it's still kind of happening right now too anyway well that about wrap us up for this week uh i should wrap it up yeah i think that's all the news and games we played all right well guys as usual we'd like to thank you so much for listening um and you can check us out on apple Podcasts. just know that it might be weird if you're searching so make sure you're subscribed um google podcast spotify podbean please follow our twitter at markers on the map um, I'm getting into posting more on the Twitter. Next week is going to be a special Fall Guys extravaganza. We will be joined by a special guest. We're going to talk about, you know, our favorite stages, our favorite costumes, Cajun fries, all that good stuff. It's never going to happen. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe the winner of the aggro crag will have their name sandblasted into the trophy. <laughs> so I guess there's not much left to say besides... Sega, please, I'm begging you, Sega, please, re-release Sonic 3 and Knuckles with the original Ice Cap Zone music. And that the real EA Sports Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2005 was the friends we made along the way. So we'll see you next time. Bye. Later. Later.